I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this is PG and I'm down to dunk. Dunk. You can find us on CLNS Media, DailyThunder.com, Dash Radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Andrew. Man through. And Taylor. Hold me now. I'm six feet from the edge and I'm thinking maybe six feet. Ain't so far down to dunk, man through. Wow, <laughs> Love Jay. That cool improv. Jay, Jay is away on and, on he's uh, on assignment as always, as sometimes, <laughs> often. <laughs> I'll just say this: there was a bomb threat. He's in New York, and there's a bomb threat that's seen in headquarters. That's a bad look for Jay. He travels there, and there's a bomb threat. That's true. I'll they, just I'll say this. Yeah. I don't know where Jay was on 9-11. I think we've talked about it, actually. Too many coincidences. Where Jay was on 9-11? I don't know where he was. And I, I can tell you, I know exactly where Andrew was. Where was he? That's High true. school with me. Because <laughs> yep. I saw him that day. Right next to Dewar Crawford, who was screaming in the hallways. The Thunder are 16-7. and They <laughs> currently rank 17th in offensive rating at a 108. They're first in defense at a 101.2. Net rating, fourth, 6.8. This is a good team. Hey, it feels good to be good. It feels good to be good. And they, <laughs> we haven't had a chance to talk about this. It feels like it happened a long time ago. What? The Paul George ridiculous game. The Nets game? The, the Brooklyn Nets. I, yeah, you haven't had anything. Well, I guess you had a radio show. Or was that before it? It was before it. It was actually during oh, yeah, the first quarter. Right. And then, yeah, it's... That game was terrible until the fourth <laughs> it quarter. It was so bad. I thought, I mean, like the notes I had in my head were just like, one, Paul George has been atrocious. Mm-hmm. This whole team has been bad. They're like, they were playing defense like the Rockets this season, where yeah. the Rockets switch everything, but they only do it half-heartedly. I just, I, I, rem- I was watching it. And I was thinking, I've never seen a team more clearly slow from the amount of alcohol and the lack of sleep that, that they, they have had, had the over the last two nights. <laughs> yeah, right. They really looked like all their shots were short. Yeah. <laughs> they were either short or straight up bricks. They looked so bad. They were so sluggish. They, no one was sharp on anything. <clears throat> and then Paul George, you know, that little bit of alcohol kicked right in in the fourth quarter. <laughs> he was out of his mind drunk wasted just wasting away the nets he was very very good in that fourth quarter he outscored the nets in the fourth quarter they had 19 points he had 25 the entire team just unbelievable from so from the seven minute mark 
this team was down 23 points. Seven minutes from 7-11, they were down 23. And then Paul George just went berserk. It was down to 10 in no time. I was watching it, and it was 23 points in the fourth quarter. And then it was just a 10-point game in no time. It was So, you're right, because it went from at 7-11, they were down... No, no, they weren't down that many. I'm sorry. That's they weren't? Mistake. No. Oh. 14. So, never mind. Well, that's what but I was... there at four... <laughs> so, it was down to 10 real fast. <laughs> Maybe no. that's why I felt that way. It was bad math. Say that. Uh, but they, at one point, they were down 23. But it did get down to 10 quickly. And then, pretty much, Paul George took over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terrence Ferguson made a shot. Steven Adams uh, made a free throw. And that was about it. Russell Westbrook. So this, I don't know why people love to talk about this Russell Westbrook shot. So everybody, do you know when he took it in the game? At like what minute mark? Yeah, probably around the five, four or five minute mark. So three minutes and 29 seconds, he took that three. Okay. And for whatever reason, people want to latch on to that shot. People hate russ the media <laughs> media members hate him. hate him they hate him so much it was and the shot was fine honestly there's so it was a three-point game at that point the shot was open it's not it wasn't the worst shot in the world i mean the defense wasn't set he caught them in transition he was open he took the shot if anybody else takes that shot for any other team is are we even talking about it with three minutes and 29 seconds left the thunder win the game they win the game on the back of Paul George, makes a game winner, often assist from Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. But with any other team, I'm just asking the question, well, what other team are we talking about? A shot that's taken at the three minute, 29 second mark. What other team are we talking about? And what other player are we talking about that takes that shot? Nobody. Nobody. I mean, if it was in the last 30 seconds and the Thunder were within three and he takes that right. shot, totally get it. He deserves to be obliterated on national television, radio, podcasts, all of it. The thing is, at the end, the end of the game, he deferred to Paul George. Right. Passed Paul George. Made well, the right decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did before that, too. I will say this. That shot, I think, just sticks out in everyone's like memory watching that quarter because the timing was so it was it was bad. It, it, you not, really felt that shot, and I think that's why people are picking up on it so much because he only took two shots that whole game. One of which he was fouled two, on a layup. Two in the fourth quarter. Two. I'm sorry. Two in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Yeah, he definitely shot more than twice. <laughs> he scored 22 <laughs> points on two shots. Yeah. What are we complaining what? about? Come on. No, but um. But no, you're you're right. Because no one else felt, would talk about it. It felt like that's when I was like, "Oh, we're gonna come back," and he makes that, he misses that shot. It's like, "Oh, we're not we're gonna lose." Well, no. they missed it, and then Dinwiddie gets a dunk on the other end. That's where it was like, "Okay, yeah." But they got a timeout. But they, they regrouped, and, and they, Russ said, they "Russ said, my bad." I re, I saw when it went over to the bench, and they were all kind of huddling up. Russ was bent over, and he looked up at someone, and he was like, "My bad." Yeah, Here's and and Paul George got onto Russ too. Here's yeah. the thing. They won the game. Yeah, they won the game. So why are people picking on them? And here's here's one other thing. Brian Windhorst went off on Russell on his podcast yesterday for whatever reason. I don't know why. I don't know what. Something's been real prickly to Brian Windhorst lately. I don't know what it is. But he he started to kill Russell because at the end of the game, he starts to drive drive down the court with the ball and Billy Donovan calls a timeout and he's like, well, you know why Billy called the timeout it was because Russell was about to go 
do that. It's like, how do you, how do you know? How do you know this? I mean, maybe Russ does, and maybe Russ goes and drives and gets the winning layup. Like, why? I just don't understand, like, and also, if you're going to make that criticism, you should, in that moment, be praising Billy Donovan. Because Billy right. called the timeout. Billy wrote up a play that was simple, yet incredibly effective, that ended with a wide-open three-point shot on that slip screen. Why aren't we, at that moment, we need to be praising Billy Donovan. If that was Brad Stevens, if that was Greg Popovich, if that was any of these coaches, Rick Carlisle, we would be bowing down to them right now as, wow, you know what? They really knew how to really control Russell Westbrook, get Paul George the ball. What an incredible coaching move by Billy Donovan. No, they don't do that. They instead use it as a vehicle to criticize Russell, which just makes it just makes no sense. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense whatsoever because I mean really what the story is, the story has become a criticism on Russell Westbrook for whatever reason, which makes no sense. It happened on multiple national platforms yesterday. Well, I'll say this. You're right. It happened on national platforms yesterday. And even on Dan Lebitard, which I listen to every single day, they were talking about Carmelo Anthony. They were talking about the Kirk uh, Goldsberry uh, piece about Carmelo Anthony being the last great ball hog. Mm -hmm. And then they end up turning the conversation into, well, Russell Westbrook's a ball hog, but he's a beautiful ball hog because he like, he gets the assists, but he's still a ball hog. So he's a beautiful ball hog. So he's allowed to do that. And it's just, and that's what they talked about. That's all they talked about. Yeah. They didn't talk about, these other uh, anything else and there dan levitard there uh, you can't take them seriously yeah, anyway yeah. but like why can't we just talk about how great paul george was ah well he's not russell westbrook because they're <laughs> they're jealous he met jimmy <laughs> jimmy fallon <laughs> i i just think that like yesterday should have been the day where it's like wow the oklahoma city thunder kept paul george mm-hmm. and look at the things that he can do when he gets hot he's unstoppable uh, and he absolutely destroyed the Nets. The Thunder had no business winning that game. Mm-hmm. No business whatsoever being even in that game because they played lazily. They shot the ball terribly. They let the Nets get off all these three-point shots. The Nets were hot. They had no business being in that game, let alone winning it. And then they win it because they have a superstar in Paul George. That should be that should be it. And the defense locked down. And, and Russell, me- what Russell Westbrook really did take the back seat that quarter, that whole quarter. Okay. And also, let me read you his stat line. Can I just read Russell Westbrook's stat line yeah, and insane. tell me if it's good? That's all I want you to say. <laughs> At the end of it, I want you to tell me good or bad. That's all I want you to do. <sighs> 21 points. 15 rebounds, 17 assists, two turnovers. Tell me good or bad. Mm, stat padded bad could have been better i mean give me a break like if anybody else anyone in the league i don't care who it is if ben simmons had that line oh my gosh there are five articles written about it right now should be an all-star oh my gosh he should be an all-star can you believe what ben simmons is doing to the nba bill or ben simmons bill simmons wow ben simmons is owning the nba yeah he he is the next great star. The question is, who's the is Ben Simmons the best player on this 76ers team? Right. But no. It wasn't 
Ben Simmons that had that line. It was Russell Westbrook. And nobody freaking talks about it. No one cares. Actually, people hate Russ so much that they've destroyed anything cool about getting a triple-double right. anymore. They right. did that to Russ, which now is across the league. No one talks about triple-doubles anymore. And here's anymore. the truth. It is hard to get a triple-double for everybody else. Yeah. It's just hard. He's averaging a triple-double again. Right now, he's averaging a triple-double. Yeah. And he's awesome. People, and I'm so tired of just the national scrutiny of this guy. Whenever he made the exact right winning play at the end of the game to win the game, if he doesn't make that pass, if he didn't attract the defense and didn't make that pass, they don't win the game. Well, if, he doesn't, if he doesn't, you know, all of those rebounds, assists, they all lead to us and Paul George making points. Right. Yeah, 17 assists. Yeah, 17. You know that that same like night? How many of those were to Paul George? Probably a buttload. Yeah, probably close to a buttload. That same night, LeBron James had 20 points in the fourth, and yeah. everyone was talking about oh. how many points he had in the oh fourth quarter. And Paul George had more. Had more. <laughs> and in like a, a way uh, showier fashion. Yeah, Paul George outscored the Nets. And you know what? Yeah. Everybody wants to talk about that LeBron game too. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this is this the Lakers finding their footing? The Spurs have the second worst defense in the NBA. Are you kidding me? The, the Spurs, Spurs have a losing record. The, the Spurs, Spurs are what? 11 and 13 now? The Spurs suck. The yeah, Spurs the are Spurs really bad. Suck. And I know the Nets aren't good either. I get it. And people are like, should they really be celebrating like that against a game? If you're down 23 points to anyone yes. in the league. And you know what? That celebration showed me a lot about who this team is. They like each other. They love each other. Yes. Yeah, they're a team. You're exactly right. Yeah, I've never seen the Thunder as a team celebrate like right. that. They had an ever. impromptu mosh pit. Yeah. There I, was like no tension in that fourth quarter. It was so apparent what, okay, Paul George is hot. This is the direction we're going. Yeah, Everyone right. work together around this. I've never seen them celebrate like that. No. Ever. When Durant was, was here, ever since I've seen them, that was the most. And then Russ dumping the water on Paul George. They love each uh, other, man. It's great. They're good friends. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and you know what? And you know what? That was, it was awesome. It was. I had so much fun watching that game at the end. This team is great, and they're fun. They are super yeah, fun. It was fun. Uh, when I was watching it, I was like, <clears throat> when I was watching, like, you know, halftime. It's like, ah, uh, I don't know if I'm going to watch the rest of this. This is going to be brutal. <laughs> I know. It was so hard to watch, <laughs> man. It was a bad game. It was awful. Like, ha- I'm, I'm exhausted. Halftime. I'm with you. I'm like, do I really want to? I was almost ready to call it. Just be like, all right, it was, and you can turn on whatever you want because this is going to be so lame. It was their biggest comeback. It was the biggest comeback in Thunder history. Thunder history. That was surprising to me. And Paul George won away from his, not including playoffs. though. doesn't include the playoffs. Okay. And won away from Paul George's uh, career high, career high points. That's right. Man, you know what I was thinking was, uh, do you remember that game when Chandler Parsons was going off from three against the Rockets and then uh, they were killing us and we were down and then we clicked in defensively. I can't remember what year this was, but Chandler Parsons and Harden were on the Rockets. And I think Dwight Howard was there too. And then we they scored a total of like 19 points in the whole second half. 13, 14 probably. Yeah. So I thought that game was the biggest, but I guess that that's less than 23 points that we were. It's not. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. It was crazy. It was awesome. It was a cool thing that should have been praised (laughs) for being what it was Mm -hmm. because it was an incredible moment for Paul George and Paul George's first game winner of his career. 
Wow, really? He was like 0 of 14 or something like that. He looked really? so confident. For go-ahead shots. Oh, yeah. You knew it was going in. You, you saw knew. him. He pump. was in the zone, man. You saw him pump. Yeah. And then stand there. And then when the still de- stand there. Yeah. And then shoot it. You were just like, yeah, that's going. When in. the defender flew by, I was like, ooh. I know. Oh, yeah. That was ooh. such a Nets thing to happen. Oh, my gosh. The, and the Nets shot themselves in the foot over and over and over again. Yeah. Thanks to D'Angelo Russell and his crazy hair. Also... Let me say this. Russ also uh, got a really valuable steal or deflection, whatever you want to call it, right at the end of the game that took away any hope of them running a good play. The Nets. Freaking stat pattern. Stat pattern. He just wanted to steal on that line. It's all about him. You guys want to say what stats? Yeah. Let's do it. Hey, what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? 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 I can't read lips, Jay. Say what? Stat of the week. Uh, Jay had to say what's out of the week all the way from New York. Oh, yeah? Can I share it with you? Yeah. It is about the Houston Rockets. Uh, Harden, Capella, and CP3 combined for 37 points, 16 rebounds, 6 assists, and 15 turnovers, shooting 14 for 40 from the field and 2 of 10 from 3. I made him say what? <laughs> so much that he had to text us. <laughs> and did you know that Rudy Gobert got ejected in the first like two minutes of that game? So I saw that he like went over to the scores table and slapped the mess out of something, but I didn't know why he did. So the game's this is how the game started. At the jump ball, he grabs Clint Capella's arm and gets called for a foul before the game even starts. So he starts the game with a foul. And then, like, a couple minutes in, James Harden drives to the basket, does his typical flopping, throw my head back, gets another foul called on Rudy Gobert, which is a really smart thing to do for James Harden. It's like, okay, he's already got one. Let's get him another. And Rudy just freaking flips. And he bats stuff off, like a water bottle and other stuff, off of the scores table onto the court, and then he gets ejected. And then the Jazz proceed to destroy the Rockets. By 27 points. By, I mean, just an embarrassing national TV game. For you know that he Rockets. was just shouting, Sacre bleu! <laughs> <laughs> I guess he was saying awful, awful things to the referees, believe it or not. Like things... Something that probably warranted an ejection from what I heard. Man, Donovan Mitchell only had six points in that, too. So Rudy Gobert goes out. Donovan Mitchell doesn't play that well. And you get killed by 27. And your big three played. <laughs> you know what? Here's here's a thought that I had on the way over here. Luke, I, I owe you an apology. I've been hoping that you'd say this because I've been thinking how right I was and how when I was going to be right. I, I was still play it as a drop. I still predict that they will make the playoffs, but I don't think that it warranted a Mario Twins. I was going to say, but I don't think they'll make it. I'm giving it to myself right now. This is all for me. Okay, they're bad. <laughs> they're bad. They're bad. They're a bad team. It's it's. I think there's a possibility. That they might re-sign Mello. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess Mello's going to be a Laker, though, which is very, uh, yeah. it's very exciting news that he is going to be a but Laker. Daryl Morey like went on that podcast and had like the apology tour, like this oh my is my gosh. fault, like I'm I, this is my fault that this is happening. Even ha- that is so annoying, though, man. Because it is. It, like one, it's my least favorite GM. 
<coughs> with probably my least favorite media member. And they still praise him for it. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, wow, wow. this is the best podcast guy. of the season. This is the best podcast Daryl Morey's ever done. What a guy. It's so clearly to these freaking sensitive nerds about how these like stars treat them. It's so clear. It's about that. It's clear. It's so effing clear, man. Yeah. And Daryl Morey is is a puppet master. He he's freaking nerd squad. I know, and he's done good things as a GM, obviously. Yes. But at, at the same time, like you can praise him for what he did last year, but you have to bring the same criticism this year that you brought last year as far as like whatever effort you gave. It's like because he did that podcast with Tom Haberstrow, they won't – nobody will say me. I didn't even know he me. did it. Did you nobody, listen to it? No. Okay. But I saw how everyone was responding to Ooh, it. I yeah. haven't listened to it yet. Very interesting. Oh, wait till you listen to it. Oh my God, it's the best podcast yeah. of the year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my say what stat of the week was going to be that Jalen Brown shooting 25% from three on the season. Maybe oh. say what? But that's not my say what stat. What well, is? It's a series of Russell Westbrook stats because I got so miffed about all this crap yesterday with Russell. So Russell Westbrook... 43% of Russ's shots are at the rim this season. That's the most since 2015-16 for him. 33% of his shots come from the mid-range. That's the least amount in his career. So he's taking out the mid-range shot. And then 24% are from three. That's the third highest of his career. Obviously, he's not shooting the ball well. But I still think that Russell needs to take some threes for him to be effective. Does he need to take as many as he's taking? No. That can be a criticism. But it's a fair criticism. He's shooting 67% at the rim this season. 67%. I wish it was two more. He has the highest effective field goal, the highest effective field goal percentage of his career this year. The best. The very best. He has his turnover. Yeah, but have you seen James Harden's this year? <laughs> <laughs> his turnover percentage is the best since 2014-15 at a 13.5. His usage rate is the lowest usage rate since 2013 or 2012-13 season. Really? Yes. That's shocking. Um, and he has the highest and one percentage of his career right now. Whoa. Russell, and people, like the ringer, do you see the ringer's like player mm-hmm. rankings or whatever? Mm-hmm. He got ranked he, 25th. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they said it was because he's been out for okay, half the game. But from that injury. is BS because they rank Steph Curry in like, like eighth. Okay, you're right. Okay, it's you're complete, right. You're right. You're right. It's complete BS. It's All BS. of it is. And it, Paul George is ranked like 14th, I think. Yeah, he's 14th. Like, Give me a break. Here's why. Here's why sports people don't like him because Russ isn't going to go on a podcast and play nice. He isn't going to give you the the interview clip after. He's yeah. not going to do any of that. He's going to go on Jimmy Fallon and give Jimmy Fallon a good interview. Yeah, he does that, be, and they don't like that. Apparently, they don't. And. They hate it, actually. They hate that he won't talk to them. And it's still a hangover from his MVP season where, like, him winning the MVP, like, hurt him in everyone's mind. Right. People feel like they have to overcompensate to, like, say, you know, he was the MVP, but, like, is there a conversation that you can have where you call Russell the MVP, but don't have the word but in it? It's wild. It's wild that they do that. And it's, it is, I think, what you're saying that. It's because the way he he treats. He also game. he averaged, He's averaging a triple double right now. It's, like, it's yeah. wild, which he's, is something that players can't do. Third, no other player can do it. Third all time, all time at a low at the lowest usage rate since twelve thirteen. Oscar Rob, right? Oscar Robertson, Magic Johnson, Russell Westbrook. 
That's, that's it. Mm-hmm. What are we doing, everybody? Well, he doesn't, well, he's kind of mean. Just, he's kind of mean. He's been he's mean to of, me. He well, was mean to my friend Tom one time. I think we, I think, however, we are preaching to the choir with our listeners. Like, we are. Uh, and, and we know. Yeah, but this feels good to them. This is, it does feel good. <laughs> this but feels just, very good to, but them. to everyone else. But, but that just means we can appreciate greatness. Yeah. And know it when it's happening. Because I think in, you know, once it's, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, people are going to look back and be like, oh my gosh, like he was outrageous how good he was. Yeah. Like he's the best, you know. He averaged a triple double without trying to. Yeah. I mean, he's not trying, he's so clearly not grabbing those rebounds like he used to last yeah. year, too, or the year before that, even. Yeah. I don't know. It's just going to take um, him winning a championship, probably. Honestly, that that's correct. I think if he can make a if this team can go to the West Finals at least, because look at all the praise the Rockets got for making the West Finals last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean everybody just believes in that team. Even to this day, people are. Well, you know, it's it's the Golden State Warriors and Houston Rockets and everybody else. I guess people. I mean, if people are saying that now, they're idiots, but. The praise they got this summer and the benefit of the doubt they got compared to what the Thunder had when the Thunder didn't really deserve it. I mean, they lost in the first round and we're seeing now that a lot of it is mellow. I mean, honestly, it is. Um, so it's, it's interesting. And it's also funny I, that mellow became the scapegoat for the Rockets and like, now what? You know? Because it's this is not a mellow problem. Yeah, he's not still doing no, it. No, but the conversation <laughs> is still. Oh, uh, you know the Rockets. Uh, they'll get it together. They'll get it together. They just got blown out on national TV by the Jazz, who had, like you said, Donovan Mitchell scored six points on nine shots. Their best two players did not contribute to them winning and that they game. They got beat by twenty-seven. It's by Derek Favors. You know what it is? Hubris. Western Conference Finals to second worst team in the West. You know what else it is? Not actually keeping a good team on the floor. And yes. just <laughs> well, thinking like, oh, you know, we can we can recreate this, but for less money. Mm-hmm. We can because I'm Daryl Morey. I can do it. I I'm smart. And no one else sees this, and I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you you're not doing it. It's Hi. bad. So Russell Westbrook also his assisted three percentage is sixty three percent, and that's the highest of his career. So Man, he's taking even, more shots. He's taking more shots off the catch from three than he has in his entire career. And he is not. Oh, by the way, Jeremy in that Nets game, Jeremy Grant <coughs> hit a big three in that fourth quarter. Right, too. and that's another thing. They really yeah. it was off of Paul George, so they had they, cut, they had an action to get Paul George a shot at the rim. It wasn't there. He kicked out to Jeremy Grant for a three. I mean, that's just like that's trusting your teammates in a moment where you're on yeah. fire. You're going to trust Jeremy Grant to shoot a three in the corner. That was a huge shot. It was yeah. a huge shot. So and, big. And also, this team is playing so cohesively and within the same, um, ide- I mean, identity, yes, but it's a system. It, system, but even Russ, man, it's always felt like, okay, Russ will do this for the first quarter, right? Right. It's It does not feel like it's that different. anymore. It, it really feels like watching a team with two superstars on it, not... There's two superstars and these guys around it. This team is yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's just what it comes down to. It just man, it, I just keep coming back to that mosh pit at the end. It was <laughs> so cool. It's to be like wow. It like, is meaningful. As much as people make fun of it, it yeah. is a meaningful thing. Yeah, and like these guys like each other, and there's you know we've got a we've got 
people. There's no one that I'm like comes in and I'm like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Time mm-hmm. like you know this is bad. Like we got you know uh, Diallo is back. It's yeah. You know, you know what else is fun about this team this year? And I think you guys touched on this, you and Alex, about how it, it feels like they're kind of an underdog team now again. Yeah, I mean, they're under the, fl- flying under the radar. Oh, flying, flying under the radar, yeah. But they've been flying under the radar for the last two, year, two three years, since Katie left, basically. Mm-hmm. But now they're actually good, and that's what makes it fun. Because it's yeah. like, I just want them to make everyone eat doo-doo. <laughs> You know, like I want everyone at the end of the year to just be like, they don't even talk about the thunder because they can't talk about them. Anymore. How do you actually fly under the radar? Cause, cause if you fly it at a low enough altitude, radar doesn't pick you up. I know, but then literally everybody on the ground sees you. Mm-hmm. Why well, not know, if you're but, invisible, but, but the people in the radar thing don't see you. I know, but I'm just saying like, that's a dangerous airplane. Well, yes. Maybe the Thunder are a dangerous it's, airplane. It, they are. Is that what we're saying? The yes. Thunder are a dangerous airplane. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because they're sneaking out the radar, they can sneak up and do damage. Oh, they're sneaking. Okay. Cause right. Because when they see you, it's too late. Once they late. see you, yeah, it's too late. You're getting bombed, B. Uh, so the upcoming schedule, the upcoming schedule for the Thunder is super important to their season. I feel like so they play Chicago tonight. Not important. That team is terrible. They fried Fred Hoiberg. Let's talk about that. Please don't. I don't want to hear anything. Anybody's thoughts on uh, the Fred Hoiberg? Fire. Their new coach made them run uh, suicide sprints. Jim Boylan. Yeah, because he said they're out of. <laughs> he said they're out of shape. Jim Boylan with a name like that, he has no. Uh, he has no shot of not being this old school like run suicides coach. That's so true. There's Wait. two, and there's two Jim Boylans. Huh? And I'm not I'm not entirely sure which Jim Boyland it is. One of them should go by James, okay? One of them was like an assistant for Milwaukee for a long time. Hmm. And was interim I think he was interim coach. I don't know. There's there's two Jim Boylands? There's just way too many Jim Boylands. I say there's not enough. We need a third. Can we find another Jim Boyland to get on a NBA bench? So they play Jimmy the, Butler's they play middle th- name is Boylan. <laughs> Jimmy Boylan Butler. <laughs> Jimmy Boylan. So they play the Jim Boylans tonight in Chicago. Then they come home Monday night. They play Utah. That's a big one for so many reasons. And then they play at New Orleans on Wednesday. They play at Denver Friday. And then they play back in OKC against the Clippers on Saturday. So I think we're going to learn a lot about this team in the next week. Yeah, what I mean, what else do you think we're going to learn? If they can not only beat bad, we know they can beat bad teams now, right? Yeah, you know that they show. Besides, first three quarters of the Nets game, you right. know they throw <laughs> throw up, show up <laughs> against bad teams. So, what are you waiting to learn that they can also beat the good teams consistently? Yeah, I think that you learn a lot about the character of this team when they play the Utahs, New Orleans, Denver, LA. Those aren't like the top tier teams, but those teams are all good challenges um, i want to see how they do against toronto man i know i want to see them play a top tier team i because i kind of think toronto plays toronto and okc like their whole scheme their whole idea is pretty similar actually great defense. the way they play yeah superstars yeah it'll be fun who do we play on christmas <laughs> who do we play on christmas yes <laughs> it's gonna be the greatest it's because, gonna be the greatest because gift. i think that we play houston I'm about to dunk. It's going to be a great Christmas. I'm it's very either going to be the, it's either going to be great or the worst. Oh, it, it's one of those games that is very. very Are we home? Very volatile. No, it's in, I think Houston. It's in Houston. Yeah. 
God, let's ruin their Christmas, man. Uh, bang, bang. That's great. It's a, they're going to end up firing uh, <laughs> Mike D'Antoni, aren't they? That's what this is going to turn into is. I mean, uh, they're going to, at some point, if this continues, they're going to have to do something, right? I mean, they're going to have to do something. Firing the coach that got you if, to one game within the finals last year is probably not it. If they get, if they get to the trade deadline and they're 500 ish, don't be surprised if they trade, try to trade Chris Paul. Aren't they talking about coming, trying to get Ariza back? Well, I've I mean, that. they would like to. I've seen that on, like... They're not going to be able to trade for him. They've talked about... I mean, everybody talks about, like, him being bought out and then going back to Houston. That... Which is a possibility. If, but if you're Trevor Ariza, what what do you say to that? Just like, hey, you guys are a bunch of idiots. Hey, what's yeah. up? They're really good. What and I say is, like, give me the mini mid-level, is what I tell them. You yeah. have it. Give it to me. That's what I would do. <laughs> and then you're Trevor Reza and you win because you left, got $15 million from Phoenix, get yeah. bought out. Now you're going to get like five. Get some more. But he should ask for it. I mean, he, and I wouldn't, if I'm him, I don't go back unless they give it to him. And he makes $20 million this year. Because he could go somewhere else and they'd pay him more. How much does he make? $20 million this year? Well, no, he makes 15 but if well, they paid him. I know. Oh, I yeah. was. I thought Andrew was going to hit a drop, so I was yeah, resetting it. Yeah, I was, Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know, but they're trying to trade him. They're trying to trade Trevor Reza. What were we, we talking about? We have a Twitter question this? about that. Uh, that was our say what stat of the week. That <laughs> <laughs> was, oh, it was a, it was a long, uh, little section. Hey guys, long. you know what that was make, you know, what makes me say, mmm, tasty drink. Is it Anthem beer? Bang, bang. Uh, they are <laughs> bang bang <laughs> bang bang. <laughs> so weird. When I think about it, when <laughs> our tweet that I this is my favorite response. Our tweet that I said, Russ and PG's relationship is. By the way, that blew up. That was like our most popular tweet of all time. Uh, someone said, "Yeah, and Katie would never bang bang with Russ." <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Bang bang. <laughs> But guys, Anthem mm. beer, you gotta go. If you guys haven't gone, if you're listening, it's gonna be a cold weekend. Not as cold as the roads aren't gonna be as bad, I don't feel like. No, you're not gonna be trapped. Perfect time to make your way to the Anthem tap room. That's right. And try an Anthem beer. They got their special barrel age stuff. They, if you go, they're gonna have something that they've never had before. True. It's gonna be top of the menu, True. and it's gonna be a. A, maybe it's going to be mixed with coffee. Maybe it's going to ha- have some sort of uh, exotic fruit in it. And it is going, it is worth fruit trying at their tap room, exclusively at their tap room. And on Friday, they got live music. Sometimes they got some food trucks in there. No. Man, you can, you can go there. Say, say it's not there. There's no food truck. Oh my gosh. Kenny, guess what? You can order a pizza and get it delivered there. It's true. What? We've done it. It's true. And. What? It's fun. It is a fun mm-hmm. place. And uh, Postmates. Even if you're staying inside, you, you've gone to Walmart, you've cleaned out their bread because it's going to be so it's cold be and crazy. icy. You're going to be stuck you're in the house Warm yourself weekend. up with bread. Also warm yourself up with some Anthem beers. Hey, guess what? Uh, guess what's not um, predicted anymore? Weather-wise? <laughs> Anything. I heard, I heard it was <laughs> Anything at all. I heard it was going to go south of us. Yeah, it is. It's just cloudy. I this is what thirty five is the high. <laughs> I Kate went to the grocery stores yesterday. She said they were all just like out of bread. 
out of bread. <laughs> this is what happened. Walmart calls the meteorologist and is like, oh, we got too much bread. It's all about to go stale. And they're like, oh, there's a snow snowstorm warning. You get batten down the hatches. And That's it's like, interesting. we got to go get some bread. Your your winter storm update sponsored by Walmart. Sponsored by Walmart, neighborhood market. We got the bread. Do you think Walmart's paying like 10% of bread profit to uh, Mike Morgan under the table? I think there's a payoff somewhere. This is interesting. How else does he very af- interesting. How else does he afford his ties? Well, those are diamond encrusted, you know. True. That's what I'm saying. Hey, guys. Twitter questions. Ooh, our first Twitter question comes from at fake tweeter 5p who wants to know how many players on the nets can you name two days after watching them play luke go okay d'angelo russell good that's the end of the list <laughs> <laughs> that was that that was the, the list of, for me how far can we get ronnie hollis jefferson spencer dinwiddie spencer dinwiddie uh jared allen um White guy that got paid this summer. Joe. Joe Harris. Joe Harris. Um, Karis Levert's hurt. He didn't play. No. Uh, Ke- Kevin Bill. Ed Davis. Oh, Ed Davis. Um, uh, oh, God. Jared Dudley. Jared Dudley. Oh, my gosh. Jared Dudley's so bad. He was so bad, man. He's just too chunky. When they passed him the ball at the end of the game, he wanted no part of even doing anything. He was like, man. I'm not supposed to have, he had the look on his face. Like, I'm he, not supposed to have this. He looks like he's just running drills, dude. He's just running he drills out there. Uh, who else is there? That's all I could get. I think we named a lot of them. We named seven. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, that's good enough. Hey, good job. I named one. Uh, our next sort of question comes from at thunder underscore bus underscore pod. Who wants to know, who would you rather take the last shot in a playoff game? Westbrook? Or Paul George? Mm, I think historically, I'd still rather take Westbrook. Russell's made a lot of them. He's made a lot, man. And you got to think, Paul George has to be in the zone to believe he's going to make it. Well, yeah. that was that it, doesn't it, happen. That was Paul George's first ever game winner. Yeah. Uh, you want Russ to think about <laughs> Russ's game winners. He's yeah. had a bazillion of them. And so, and the percentage might be about the same. You know, but Russ has the, you want the guy who's going to have the mindset no matter what. He's awesome. He's a good basketball player. Ah, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, I would probably still take Russell just because, you know, he wants it. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I mean, he may, like, Russ has made them in people's faces. Kenneth Farid is on that team. He didn't, he didn't play. play. Huh? So, oh, Damari Carroll. Oh, yeah, he played a lot. I feel like an idiot for missing that one. Idiot. Oh, there's one more that's that was like hitting a three. Um, Shabazz Napier is on that team, but he didn't he play. He didn't play. Rodian's Kuricks, he didn't play. Travion Graham? Travion Graham played. Yeah. Alan Crabb. That's Alan Crabb, yes. That's we missed. And he had, yeah, a lot of threes that game. He was good. He was good, and, and also, he's usually not good. Well, he's good at shooting, and then he was bad at a lot of other things. Hey, guys, they weren't good enough to win. No, they, they weren't. They really weren't. They lost, <laughs> they've lost eight in a row. That's And that's another Eesh. thing. A team that's lost seven in a row is a dangerous team. And they've lost, in this losing streak, they lost to someone else who hit a like last-second game winner on them, too. Yeah. This, it's a dangerous spot to be in, yeah. because they're going to win a game at some point. Yeah. Right. Like, they're going to. And they're not, a, they're not like the worst team in the league, the Nets. 
No, their their offense like plays well. I just don't think they have good players. No, they don't. They just don't. Hey guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. Okay, it comes from at JD Sharp Seven, who wants to know how many times have the Thunder held their opponent to a season scoring low, and who were the teams? It's happened three times. Okay, one the Detroit Pistons eighty three points, the Cleveland Cavaliers eighty three points. Do you know the last one? No. Houston. They held Houston to eighty points. At, when they played him at home. Wow. Yeah. Wait, this is this year? Yeah. I'm really trying. Holy not, guac. Really, really tried not to get excited for Christmas. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we have the spirit. 80. The spirit. Oh, the holiday spirit. The holiday spirit, Jesus. Three. That, three. Three times. That's the answer. Three times already, man. I looked it up for you, J.D. Sharp. Do 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 do. Good question, <laughs> JD Sharp. Do 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 do. Right, let's move to our next Twitter question. It comes from at blog OKC. Who wants to know, in honor of the new Super Smash Bros. being released today on the Nintendo Switch, who on the Thunder besides Big Stevo would win in an all-out fight? I mean, you have to give give it to Russell because he's just he's a level of crazy that nobody else on that team has. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't even know if Steve O has it. I mean, obviously Steve, you give him the advantage because he's just so much bigger. But the level of just craziness that Russell has, you'd have to give it to him. I'm trying to think of which Smash Bros character he would be. Sonic the Hedgehog. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Because he's fast, hard hitting. Ooh. And rolls up in a little ball. And rolls up in a little ball. In blue. And, and is voiced by Ryan Reynolds. And loves chili dogs. Sonic the Hedgehog? That's Pikachu. Oh. In the movie? Says who? Says, I know these things. Mm-hmm. We'll see later. We'll fact check this later. The Nets okay. have a better offensive rating than the Thunder on the season. Wow. Just, uh, so you guys not as excited for Smash Bros? Not going to be here fact. tonight playing with me? 22nd in defense. Just t- tell your wives, hey. We're going to play some Smash Bros. <laughs> See you later. The Nets have a better defense See you on Sunday. <laughs> than the Spurs, the Rockets, and the Wizards, and the Pelicans. Wow. Their defense is bad. But you know what? They're the, they're the most embarrassing fourth quarter team in the history of the NBA. It's so embarrassing for them. Embarrassing. Okay, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at B Wheat Gallery, who says, considering the Russ is a bad teammate, stat patter, etc. narrative is now the NBA equivalent of the Earth is flat argument, what will it take for at the herd to stop his ignorant, blatant hatred for Russell Westbrook? Well, Colin Coward is a money-making fool who's just going to keep doing this. Yes. Here's the thing. <clears throat> here, here is the thing that changes it. The second Russ goes on one of their shows, they're kissing his butt. That's so true. If Russell would go on the herd He'd and, kiss, be, and be respectful, kiss his butt. He wouldn't. You'd see, you remember when Baker went on Colin Coward and like Baker kind of called him out? No, and then Colin, I don't know anything about this. Okay, well, Colin did the same thing to Baker Mayfield, right? That he yeah. does to Russ. And Baker went on there and started like talking with Colin and calling him out on these things and, yeah. and bagging himself up. That's awesome. And Colin Coward started to back down some. Oh, was, of course he did. Yeah. He did the uh, same. He did. He did the same thing to WWE, talking crap on wrestlers. And then Fox was about to buy, have SmackDown come to Fox, and he was front row at a at a 
like a SmackDown <laughs> watching, just like shaking everyone's hand. Like, but so like excited here's the thing everybody. about Colin Coward. He's an actor. He like this. He none of this yeah. is real. He's and, coming up with opinions that will make you talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah. God, okay. Move, he's a, he's a genius. Uh, can I say this though? <laughs> he, Coward, Coward is so freaking talented. Just let me say that. Like he's incredibly talented. He is to do what he does every day by himself. Basically. Yeah. Is in, the talent that he has is incredible. Once you have a three or four hour show, uh, yeah. the flat earther thing, I had this really good idea. Okay. I love, I think it would be so awesome if like we tweeted, if anyone in media has like some weird, terrible rest take to just respond flat earther to them flat earther. and just start calling them flat earthers. I think that's so <laughs> funny because it, it basically is this. It's like just a, de- a straight up denial of what facts are now. <laughs> it, it really is. is. If you do your research about the flat earth stuff, there's, there's some good points out there. <laughs> okay. And that's all I'll say. Cause I don't want to get a thing. We'll never see eye to eye, but they're, they bring up some good points that are irrefutable. Like this one. If I shoot a gun, it hits the ground. But if the, if the world is uh, curved, it should just constantly be going around the world. See? Yeah. yeah. It should shoot out of the outer space. Yeah. Perfect sense. And the ice <laughs> and the ice walls. That's why we can't go beyond that. Ice walls. Guys, let's move on to uh, our next. <laughs> that does sound like question. a Russ hater, man. Huh? The it ice sounds walls. like a Russ hater. The ice walls is I just mean, coming up with anything you can to. Yeah, you think Antarctica's just at the bottom? Goes all the way around. Let's wow. just say it touches the North Pole. Okay, next Twitter question. Wow. It comes ice from balls. at. Feeling comfortable? Four zero five fan. You have a choice. Oh, you can get Ariza for Abrinus and Robertson, mm. or you can get him for Schroeder. Which would you pick? He says Ariza's the main reason Houston went from elite to not. He's an elite defender and solid shooter. He didn't he didn't lose that by going to the Suns. It's really not as simple as them losing Ariza though, is the thing. They had Agreed. they had bench depth. They had pl- good players. Yeah, the they don't have good players now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Brian Anderson was good for them last year. Yeah, and in the regular also, season he helped them win a ton of games. Luke and Bahamute played a lot too. Mm-hmm. And, and guarded the other team's best player, sometimes more so than Trevor Ariza, depending on who it was. And he hit threes, too. He was helpful. They were helpful. That's do, three players that were helpful. Do you do, e- <laughs> do, you do either of what at 405 fan says? The Suns would take the first one. I'd do that. I wouldn't do Schroeder. I wouldn't either. If you're trying to win this year, you're not going to trade Schroeder. I love Schroeder. Dude, Schroeder's averaging like 17 points per game right now. He's awesome. He's awesome. I... Yeah, I would trade. I mean, I I don't know what to think about the rest of Robertson's career. We're going to need to see him play before we can say anything. But his con- he's he'll be an expiring contract next season. And if you feel like you could keep Ariza on a decent deal, like he's more valuable than Abrinas is. And I love Alex Abrinas. But if you can just add, if you could basically for this season you could replace Trevor uh, Alex Abrinas with Trevor Ariza. Like you'd have to do that. Oh yeah. If you started Trevor Ariza <laughs> and that was your starting lineup, <laughs> replace Trevor Ariza and Terrence Ferguson. Then you can bring turd Ferg off the bench with Diallo and Schroeder and Noel and two Pat. Like you're, you're, in, you're in pretty good shape. You're in pretty, pretty good shape. And then the defense of that first unit, 
Holy moly. And how long? How long? <laughs> how deep? How wide? Yeah, the length of that <laughs> starting lineup is unbelievable. <laughs> there's a lot of wor- there's a lot of phrases that make you feel weird when you say them. <clears throat> like how pen- long? Yeah, penetrate. Penetration. Hands on Suck ball. in the D. <laughs> Suck the D in. Suck the D in. Uh-huh. Penetrate the bigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got, they get they got their hands on a lot of balls. Something J tickle think, the twine. <laughs> tickle Jay, the twine. Jay oh. said something. Gross. Jay said something like a week or two ago. Yeah, he was like the guys just keep on coming inside of each other or something. <laughs> something <laughs> wild. And no. They just, no, they just kept he, they just kept coming inside. And I yeah. and to my credit. I did not say anything until now. And now yeah. it maybe said it like and more. And now it's a segment. Yes, now to say it. I mean, it's good. It's I good. just wanted to know. For two weeks, I've just been like, i got to talk about this. I've told so many people. Jay's talking about guys coming inside. <laughs> yeah, we can say all this stuff as a broadcaster, but someone gets hit in the nuts and you say, he gets hit in the groin area. The groin Can't say that. Right after you said, tickle the twine, you sick mother. You're gross. I also hate it when people talk about like, oh man, that was some sexy basketball. It's like, what is is wrong with you? you What a sexy play he drew up. What is wrong? What is wrong with you? You know what I know about that person that says that? They have no sexy situations happening in their real life. Truth. Ooh, that's some kissable basketball. I just, I I get. That looks like a nice uh, woman. Uh, (laughs) Right? Am I right, boys? Sports and women. Ooh, that play right there was like twins. (laughs) A beautiful set of twins. (laughs) All right. At just four, three, seven. And let's move on to our next Twitter question from at just two four three seven, like Andrew just said. Who says my Twitter feed holds top profile media people? Yet when the Thunder play these games, these guys are tweeting about Kawhi or Giannis or even not even watching our games. When will the Thunder begin to gain the league wide positive attention they deserve? Or are we just homers? We're homers in a way, mm-hmm. certainly. Uh, I also just think they need to play some national TV games. Yeah. Also, Pascal Siakam's got to quit making them money. For you know real. what I'm saying? Guy's so good. My favorite player. <laughs> Best player. He's so good. MVP? Uh, did MVP? You is he in the MVP conversation? Like When we're having the conversation about the MVP, do we ever mention his name? By the way, uh, it's now being thrown out there that he is the second best player on the Raptors. Oh, I know. It's very exciting. It's exciting times. Uh, did you listen to the Zach Lowe podcast yesterday? Yeah. It was so bad. I did not like it. I think that, what's his name? Who was on there? Bontemps. Yes, I think Tim Bontemps just irks me. He was just pissing me off, so I I stopped listening halfway through. <laughs> He's really annoying, and he clearly wanted to impress Rachel Nichols when she came in the picture. I hate Bontemps. <laughs> All right, guys. he loves Rachel. Bontemps loves Rachel Nichols. <laughs> All right, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Ben Elephant King, who wants to know, do you think Russ rocks the baby to Schroeder or Ray in practice? 
is there anyone he won't rock? Do you think when he <laughs> when they're playing against each other, five on five, he hits some dagger? He's rocking the baby against his own team. No question. Oh yeah, I think so too. I think it's so bad that even when Nina walks in the room and she sees, she walks in and Russ's back is to her, and he's doing this, and she goes, "Oh my God, what are you doing?" And he has to turn around to show, hey, "I'm actually rocking a baby." And she goes, "Oh, thank God." What did she? What did she think oh, he was doing? I don't know. I think that's how bad it's gotten. It's gotten so disrespectful and he's so right. violent that yeah. any times he has that kind of motion, even in the own home, yeah, the amount of times that he's hip checked Nina and then rocked the baby at home, it's been <laughs> it's gotten <laughs> it's bad, been man. He's got to prove that there's actual baby in those arms being rocked. <laughs> that's I love that. Even then, it might be bad energy for that baby to be receiving. If he right, if he's I like, <laughs> he's like, it, yeah, mother. It's an insult to his children <laughs> as he's rocking them. Yep, I own you. His they're like messed up. His <laughs> rocking, the his rocking the baby is great though. It's great. It's very fun, and it's taken off, and no one's going to give him credit for it, are they? Oh, I did not. Oh yeah, well, he, gets credit, for it. he gets credit for it. Oh, I mean, it's happening, and when NFL, other people do it, college football, tons of people do it. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they're going to go back to Russ. Or when they figure out it's Russ who created it. They won't like it anymore. They're going to say Pascal Siakam created it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. Comes from at. Oh. Oh. It's from at Detail Live. He doesn't have a question. Hmm. He's just so glad that Adam Silver wouldn't let PG-13 sign with the Lakers. <laughs> what does that mean? Bill Simmons has floated that theory out that Adam Silver would not allow it because of the tampering that the Lakers did with Paul George, that he was not allowed to sign with the Lakers. Oh, really? Uh, it's obviously just a bunch of BS though. Yeah, it is. Bill Simmons. BS. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's so, so dumb. Flat earth. It's a flat earth. Earther theory. Flat earther. Okay. Our next Twitter question comes from R.A. Schwartzman09, who wants our thoughts on who's leading the league in Defensive Player of the Year contention. Paul George has got to be close to the top. He does. I usually look at the best defensive teams in the league, and the Thunder are by far that right now. So I think that Paul George really does have a chance uh, to be the Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, The Celtics are second. Who would you put as the Defensive Player of the Year off that team? Is it Marcus Smart? I haven't, honestly, I haven't watched that. I haven't watched to enough. be able to say. Uh, everybody talks about Al Horford having a down year. I mm-hmm. can't. I can't speak to it. I haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's nobody else that really stands out. To be honest, like who stands out as a defensive player of the year? It's not going to be Rudy Gobert at this point because what are they ranked? They're 11th in defensive rating. Maybe if they rise to the top, he could still be considered for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Raptors, maybe Kawhi. I think it's Kawhi. I think Kawhi's number one they're for seventh. defensive player of the year right now. They're seventh. Here's the, they're the I know, rating. but the, but Kawhi is the one player that you think of. One oh, well, Pascal. Oh, pass. He's not the. He's not the. There's not only one player. He's not you think the only of. one. Thunder one oh one point two, and the Raptors are one oh six point zero. That's a huge yeah. difference. I think you have to take a look at those numbers. Mm-hmm. And maybe the Thunder's numbers change. They're going to change. They're they're not going to stay like that. They're going to get better. The whole season. They're going to they're going to be closer to 97. <laughs> no. But I, I think it's as of right now, I think that it's not unfair to say that Paul George is the leader for defensive player of the year. Cuz I don't know who else is. 
to be honest. To be honest. Oh my gosh, it's Giannis. It's Giannis. Your dreams told you. Congrats. Next. All right, guys, our next Twitter question comes from at Bangelope, who wants to know what animal would be best at basketball besides humans. And probably chimpanzee. <laughs> you could teach it to do it. A gorilla, a team of a team of like apes would be. They could. They could. Yeah, they'd win. The they'd be good, man. They're so and they're strong. so strong. So strong. Even little chimps. I think. A, I think a chimp could like, like grab your face and break it. Is there? Well, yeah. a, I think that's how well, strong they, they are. They do. They rip people's faces off and sure. wear them. <laughs> here's my. Here's my only loophole. Is there a bird that could carry a basketball? Not yes. without popping it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. You know this one that have like the ones by the by the seashore that have the oh, big pelican things. They a, put it in there. A pelican, and then they just they just pop, scoop it up, scoop it up, lop it in, put it in, lop it into yeah. the, the basket. Pelican, <laughs> because huh. I mean they're just flying. Because the because the thing that the chimpanzees don't have is one the chimpanzees have to be really good passers and if they're not they're screwed because they're not going to be good at dribbling they're going to be called for traveling can it be a team of apes or does it just have to like could I have a gorilla as my center because if I could then I would have the silverback climb on top of that's like Jay wanting saying that all kinds of burgers are his favorite food (laughs) hey you're on our team now all right (laughs) I loved that conversation I loved re-listening to that whole section so dumb Um, but yeah I think I would give it to a bird because the most challenging thing for an animal is to not be called for traveling on every play. I think, man, that bird has to have a lot of, uh, uh, what's it called? Coordination, uh, hand, eye coordination, but it's beak, uh, eye coordination. (laughs) It's beak talon, uh, coordination. Beak, why talon? They have talons. No, but they, have, they use their I eyes. Know, but they're gonna because think about them flying. They have to fly <laughs> over and then drop it out. It's got to cover distance going down vertically, and they've got to account for the momentum of yeah, movement. They, they poop on they poop on ladies at the zoo all the time, and just that's not on purpose. <laughs> you don't know that. I don't, also you're have, actually right. I don't know that their defense. They have to really watch out for goaltending too. Mm, also, true. their wings. The wingspan of these birds. Mm-hmm. Oh, impressive wings! Talk about long and wide and right. deep. I do think that bears would be good. Oh, bears underrated. Bears, How? bears are smart. Bears. Think of a bear at a circus. You could teach it. Bears. Could they dribble? See, that's my problem. Sure. That's they my whole problem with animals is that they're, they're going to be called for they're traveling. Just up in the, they're just in the post, just going wild. Yeah, in the they, post. I, I'm. I'm the only thing I'm buying is bird because the birds don't have to dribble because they can just fly through the air. Yeah. Um, keep talking. I'm gonna. I'm pretty sure I've seen a bear dribble a basketball before. I'm googling. That can't like be in, true. Like in Russia, that cannot be true. All right, you're gonna show me bear tricks. Bear tricks are sad when humans make bears do things. I think they're beautiful creatures. Let them out in the let them live their life. So why would you want them to play basketball? Well, they, they're they're choosing to play basketball. These are smart. The, uh, in my in my in my version of this question, these are smart animals that have chosen to take up. Like they see people playing, they're like, "We can do this." It's an Airbud situation. It is an Airbud situation. Airbud was not forced into servitude. Oh, he guys, I found true. He enjoyed playing basketball. 
Okay, so if you guys want to see what <clears throat> we're seeing, it's called oh God, this is gonna be- uh, Bernard Bear, Basketball Slam Dunk, and more. Here we go. This bear slams dunks a basketball? It's oh my a God. cartoon. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> but look, and he's tra- good. And he's traveling. He, he missed it. But I think that this is based off of real uh, bear studies. But, what? There's a, but there's a gecko. <laughs> oh, my God, the gecko. <laughs> See, the gecko would be terrible. No, he just smushed. slam dunked. Well, the bear can't make it. Last Twitter question from at Brooks D. Walker. So we have a condiment rating scale. What's your cereal rating equivalent? Is Cinnamon Toast Crunch the top rating? So we've done this We've before. done this, but it's been this. years. It was, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is not the best, is it? It's probably five years ago that we did this. Cinnamon Toast Crunch was number one, just so you guys know. <laughs> yeah, it's you, the best. It shouldn't be. Okay, make your case. Okay, here is my number one Cracklin Oat brand. It's n- Okay. I have, so I, I agree it's good, but I have reached the outer limits of Cracklin' Oat brand. What did you mean? You've eaten it too much. I ate it too much. And you know what? I could never eat enough Cinnamon Toast Crunch. See, I'm, I've pushed the envelope on both cereals and one prevailed. That's why Cracklin' hmm. Oat brand's box is smaller. <laughs> to try Trust to me. To after, try to so after I had my surgery three years ago, all I ate for like three weeks was basically crackling oat bran. Dude, that's a good three weeks. It was but good. If you do anything for three weeks, you're going to get <clears throat> sick of it. I don't think that I could get sick of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Really? I have. Let's try it. <laughs> now till Christmas, all you can eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I guarantee two podcasts now, you're like, oh, man, I don't like it anymore. I just don't think that's true. Uh, that's why I'm saying bet. Why does that work? Is it because Cinnamon Toast Crunch, it's like... The flavor of it is not, uh, it's pretty, it, it's power, it's sugary, but it's kind of subtle. The flavor is kind of subtler. It's, it's just a lot of sugar. It's delicious. It's the cinnamon milk. Okay, so I would, it is cinnamon put, milk. I would, I would definitely, I mean, and who doesn't like cinnamon? Cinnamon's good. Some people are allergic to it and they don't like it because well, it could kill them. Yeah. yeah. They don't like, they don't love but, the power it has over them, but I feel they love the taste. <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> Cam Crunch Crunch Berries, not Oops All Berries. Not oops All Berries? No, <laughs> I love Oops All Berries. <laughs> I'm not into Captain Crunch because it will it just cuts up your mouth. It's my favorite one. No, 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 no. You don't eat it immediately. You let that because what happens with Captain Crunch is the outside can get a little softer, but the inside stays crunchy, and that's the sweet spot right there, baby. Yeah. What's I'm, our worst? What's our little, one? What's our? I'm a little bit out. Worst cereal. Oh yeah, because it's not like top five power rankings. This is a Top, top of the five scale. cereal. Worst cereal. Worst I mean, cereal? grape nuts. Yeah, grape nuts are, I mean, they're, they're hardly even a cereal. It's a yogurt ingredient now. <laughs> yeah. But grape nuts That's bad. true. Grape nuts is a, you know, is, it's a I bad You know what I think is bad, too? Hmm. Just checks. If you're just eating um, checks as a cereal. See, I, I would agree if that's the only thing you're doing, but if you can just throw in some blueberries, maybe a few raspberries, cut up a strawberry or two. We'll do the same with grape nuts. But see, it's the Chex would be way better than the Here's grape the nuts. thing. Chex has like, Chex has kind of a flavor to it. <laughs> it does. Rice Krispies do not. Rice Krispies on their own, no sugar. Those bad. are bad. Bad. I agree. That's just like textured worse than milk. Gra- worse than That's grape crunchy nuts. textured milk. Worse than grape nuts. Mm. I don't think so. I, yeah, not worse than grape nuts. Grape nuts is the bottom. Okay. Grape nuts, uh, 
What's next? What about schmacks? Schmacks. No, schmacks. What about schmacks? Schmacks aren't good. What are schmacks? Are they pecan? I don't know. They're don't not know. pecan. They're, it's like puffed rice. Wait, where was cook? I thought Cookie Crisp was number one. No, Actually, Cookie no. Crisp is good though. Cookie when Cookie Crisp came out, I remember when that became a cereal. Yeah, because it's not that old. It was life changing. It's fantastic. It was an amazing. Could, thing. Okay, here's you a question: Is that a cereal that you eat once in a while and you're like, "This is awesome"? Yes, but it's not a daily daily cereal. No, hell no. Yeah. Okay. Good. Here's another. Great. Except on Thanksgiving, <laughs> cookies are great. Right. Here's a great, great, great cereal that people do not give credit or respect to. Okay. Count Chocula is great. Count Chocula. Hmm. I've, I don't think I've ever eaten that. Oh, it, it's just that. chocolate Lucky Charms. Mm, yeah, I can give you that. But mm. guess what? Good. <laughs> um, also, um, Apple Re- Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. Great point. Very, very good. Very good. In it's in the same category as Cookie Crisp for me. It's a little too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm giving? You know what I'm giving? Just three. Just straight down the middle. Yeah. What Lucky Charms? Yeah, can I? Can I? Yeah, that's okay. Uh, can you consider Apple Jacks for that spot? Yeah, they don't taste like apple. We, no, but they taste good. We eat what we like. Yeah, Apple Jacks could be a middle because I'm not even sure what it is. But you're just like, but yeah, they're it's, good. That's pretty good. Every time you oh, eat it, it's like, yeah, I was uh, happy with that. Okay, so grape nuts bottom. How about just regular Cheerios? Okay, yeah. uh, not honey nut. Not honey nut. No, honey, no, nuts, honey good. nuts good. Okay. It's good. Regular Cheerios too. I'll give you that. Uh, Apple Jacks is a step up. Yeah. And Cheerios. Yes. We're yeah. going from the bottom. Right oh, yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Four is crackling open, which is second from the top. Uh, you okay? You're wrong. And the best is cinnamon toast crunch. Yes, yes. I would flip those. Mm. I would not. <clears throat> Taylor, you get to decide. Well, I like cinnamon toast crunch. Well, that's it. That's great. Hey guys, I have one more question. That's our, rank, that's our ranking, Brooks. <laughs> that's and that's right. That was definitive. Serious. That was nearly a science. Definitive. <laughs> hey guys, I have one more question for you. But before I talk about it, I want to talk about Oklahoma Shirt Company. What about them? Ooh. They've been helping us make shirts for a while now, and they're the best. If you have a special event or day or family reunion, you need a bunch of shirts. Ew. They can help you design it. Make it, get it ready. They really are a treat to work with. It's true. And um, they, if you know, if you want to ship things out, if you're, you know, want to do Christmas presents, um, wake up uh, your kid on Christmas morning to a big blanket with their face on it. Oklahoma Shirt Company got you. <laughs> I don't know if they can do that by Christmas. However, because they are. They, <laughs> however, I can't guarantee that. However, you can get thing. you can get it started for next Christmas, and it will be good. And plus, uh, Easter is just around the corner, and uh, Easter Bunny loves getting kids blankets with their faces on it. It's true, classic East Bunny thing that they always do. St. And they Patrick's also Day have the actually what you could do mm-hmm. do their Oklahoma Shirt of the Month Club. It's Christmas all year round. It's true. Ten dollars a month. A new Oklahoma themed shirt every single month, or if you're in a different state, they have different state shirts. Same deal. Meow. Meow. Monthly Christmas. And for signing up, you get an introductory shirt for free. Think about this first of the month every year. Merry Christmas shirt. 
That's great. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and uh, it's great stocking stocking uh, stuffer. If you want to get some past Oklahoma themed shirts, stop by their store. They got old shirts from their shirt of the month club. It's still ten dollars. Perfect stuffing stuffer. Perfect stuffing stuffer. Stuff that in your stuffing. And uh and your kids will love it. Yeah. Right? Stocking. Stovetop stuffing. Stovetop stuffing. Put it right in this docking. Hey, uh, but support those that support us. Oklahoma Shirt Company has supported us and they're great. Hey guys, I have one more question for you. Hey, Mr. Ear Paved. Miff, 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 miffed and peeved. Guys, are you miffed and are you peeved? Um, I'm not like miffed. I'm more just like saddened. So you're peeved. Um, is that what peeved is? Oh, no, pe- I don't know. <laughs> no, peeved is when you're like, like man, that really peeved my pee. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, my little baby has been so sick all week. Oh man, it's just terrible. It's terrible in so many ways. Are you even here right now? Not emotionally. I know Not that. Not emotionally. No, I took him to the doctor yesterday. It's it's just been terrible. So when you take a sick baby to the doctor, the doctor looks at it and holds it and like you know, and then hands it back to me. Like, That's a sick baby. <laughs> like that baby's sick. <laughs> I imagine that's just what they do. Looks in the ears. When the doctor held your baby and he started to move a little bit, were you like, "Oh my god, you monster! Are you rocking my baby?" And you took him back. Can't rock babies anymore. No, you cannot. Russell ruined rocking babies. I'm sorry. Sorry, your baby's sick. So, What's so, wrong with him? Uh, he has what's called RSV. What's that mean? It's a virus. It's like a cold virus that babies get, and it's really bad. Ooh, it's really terrible. But he'll be okay. Are you Taylor? Are you miffed or are you miffed? No, I'm scared. She's scared. What are you scared about? RSV. They should come up with like a softer syllable name for that. I know it sounds. It sounds RSV is a lot of babies harsh. have to go to the hospital with RSV. So it's terrible. So it's 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 got the it's got the right connotation with it man luke you miffed i was but i forgot what it was about <coughs> but i forgot what i was gonna be miffed about however i did forget the dongle you did forget the dongle and so which which listeners know is what allows us to play drops from if you're watching live phone. it is, it is a small cord that did not get packed with our thing this is it this is the dongle. And so Jay's out of town. Jay had it. And I was like, oh, on the way back, you know, from work, I got to stop and get it. And uh, didn't do it. And then it was odd. I had all my friends. <laughs> didn't do it. I had all my friends messaging me about the dongle. Like, are you going to get the dongle? All my friends. Why won't you go get the dongle? Have you got the Luke, dongle Why wouldn't yet? you get dongle? And I'm just like, God, I was sitting here in my house. It was like nine. I was like. I gotta go get that dang dongle. By the way, I asked you if you got it at six, so it's true. I know it was like a three hour. Well, I know, but at that time, I was already here and I had stuff to do. I I said things. Like what? Did you go? I had errands. Like what? Bread? Oh, I had to go shopping with my mother and have dinner. Where'd you eat? That's an errand. That was an errand. It was. It was. It was an event. Where'd you go? I went to. I, I, I went. We had sushi. That's great. Oh, I can't do that anymore. 
It's 2018. You can't do that anymore. Sorry, man. Uh, well, listen, I said, <laughs> Lukeman, did you get that thing from Jay's? Turn down for a second. We get that thing from Jay's, and he said, I did not. <laughs> <laughs>